Welcome to the Dear Mama Project, a personal and spiritual development podcast for mums, where we explore motherhood as a catalyst for personal transformation. My name is Nikki McCann, and each week I will bring you practical tools, personal insights, and inspiring interviews to help you in your own journey of growth and transformation through motherhood. Thank you for tuning in. I am so grateful to have you here, and I can't wait to go on this journey together. Hello and welcome back. In today's episode, I'm joined by astrologer Brooke McQueen from Various Friends to chat about the benefits of understanding our little one's astrology and to share the 12 astrological archetypes and some of the basic components of a birth chart. I love astrology and have found understanding my own and my loved one's charts a really useful tool. Before we get into today's episode, I just wanted to say a big thank you for all of the reviews that have been left recently on the Apple Podcast app and share one from Stacey Carter Fitness, who says, My absolute number one podcast for becoming a new mum. Nikki's passion around matrescence shines through in each episode. This podcast has truly helped me on my journey to becoming a mother. Highly recommended for all mummers to be mummers and those who want to support their partners and friends on this journey. Thank you so much, Stacey. I really appreciate the review. All right, so let's get into today's episode. I hope you enjoy my chat with Brooke. Hi, Brooke. Thank you so much for joining me on the podcast. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited. Yes, I really am looking forward to being able to share your work with our community. Um, I thought let's start at the very beginning. Do you want to tell us a little bit about yourself and your journey to be where you are today, where you live, your family, the whole thing? (laughs) Absolutely. Um, I guess growing up, I feel like astrology was always with me. I knew what my star sign was. I knew what my mom was, what my dad was. But motherhood was actually really the catalyst to take astrology into into a profession because after the um, birth of my firstborn, I was just so lost and lonely. It was this feeling that I had never experienced before. I was so in love, but it was the loneliness that really took the rug from underneath me. So at that time, I actually went and saw an intuitive, I guess you could say intuitive counsellor, and she was like, what do you love? And my first response was astrology, and she Mm. said, we'll do that. And I'm like, what do you mean? She's like, we'll just do it. And so it was this just simple, direct comment, and I was like, okay. At that point, I I was kind of interpreting the moon, I had no idea what the 12 zodiac signs were. I was a baby, a baby in astrology, but I tried to find an astrologer and for the life of me, I could not find one. So I tried again a few months later and I found one. And so I truly believed that maybe I just wasn't ready to start studying. So I had my chart read and she said, I would love to tutor you and the rest is history. So I actually still see her, she's like my astrology coach. We like, we work together really um, every week. That's amazing. And what was the um, process like for you once you started learning about astrology? Was it something that you just felt this sort of deep connection to straight away as soon as you started like diving in more deeply? Definitely. It was really, um, intuitively knew a lot but with astrology, the more you know, the less you know. I feel like 
<laughs> I will be studying this for the rest of my life. And it took me a while to get past my ego and realize that I'm never going to know everything. I'm never going to be the best at it because there's always someone that's older and has been doing it for a longer time, but I can still contribute to, mm -hmm. the, to the world of astrology. And so for anyone that wants to start astrology, just take that on board because mm -hmm. someone's always going to resonate with your type of work. It's at the end of the day, it's an art, it's a language and how you interpret that language. Mm, I think that's so true for so many things as well. Like it's not necessarily about knowing everything. It's just that some people have a certain way of explaining things that make sense to that person. Like sometimes you need to hear the information presented in a particular way and it might be that your way of presenting it really connects with someone. Absolutely. And they're going to resonate and people are going to resonate with you. Like I don't how I interpret it. It's quite romantic. It's more the emotions behind everything and how it makes you feel. I don't really do the practical side of things because that's not how I learn either. Mm -hmm. And so who's in your family and, and where do you live? Where are you based? So we live in northern New South Wales. We're on a property of about an acre and a half in Jaramba. We moved here about two years ago. Um, as my husband and myself. We have a two-year-old girl named Clancy and a four-and-a-half-year-old boy named Banjo. And we came straight from living right on the beach to this land and we're just learning as we're going. But, you know, we're kind of used to isolation out here, so we're kind of taking this slow pause. <laughs> <laughs> we're taking it um, day by day like most people, but we're kind of used to it out here. And what inspired the move for you? We just wanted more space. We wanted to like grow our own veggies. We, yeah, we just wanted more space and we fell in love with this place and we were so lucky. Um, the kids just love getting up in the morning and helping dad um, uh, water all the veggies and stuff like that. So we're still 10 minutes to the beach. My husband's a mad surfer. I love the, the water. So we're, we kind of got the best of both worlds. It's amazing. Um, I love astrology myself and I feel like it's such an amazing tool to be able to understand yourself um, and also understand how that kind of um, how you can be perceived by others but also um, understanding other people and how the dynamics can play out between you. I, and I really, really love that you do the um, you create books for children around their birth charts how has astrology for you helped you in your motherhood journey in terms of understanding your children? It's just kind of removed the attachment of how I feel I should have parented and mothered my children. I can now actually nurture their true selves mm. rather than how I was conditioned to be um, brought up, you know, any social stigma, anything like that. I'm actually nurturing them as they should be. You know, children, are, you know, they move by their emotions for the first seven years of their life. It's so vital to know what their emotional self is, mm. how they learn, how they assert themselves. Like, for example, the planet Mars is how they assert themselves in their fight and how they go after what they want. And every couple of years, Mars returns back on their natal chart. And this is what is known as the terrible twos or the frustrating fours or <laughs> anything like that. And it's so important to know that because now I can just be like, okay, 
Clancy has a Pisces moon. She's super emotional. She cries all the time. So instead of wondering why does she cry all the time, I know that she's just really sensitive and emotional. Mm. And and like with Banjo, like he's got like three planets in Leo. He just loves new things. He doesn't care what it is. It just has to be new, and he wants more, more, more. Instead of and so instead of me going, why is he so greedy? <laughs> why does he just not appreciate? Why like my life lesson is to teach this boy gratitude, mm. but I can just accept him for who he is. Mm, I love that. So for a lot of my audience, I think might be a little bit new to astrology. Would you mind giving us like a little bit of an overview about what each sign manifests can manifest as and also I guess kind of explaining the difference between well actually there's so much to jump into here I don't even know where to start maybe if we start with like a sun sign because I think a lot of people think like that that is just their sun sign is there is is astrology and they don't understand that there's so many more layers to it yeah you're so right so your sun let's start there So your sun sign is like you walk into a bar and you're like, I'm an Aries. So your sun sign is like your life force, your vitality. It's how you shine in the world. Interestingly enough, it's actually your perception of your father and your relationship Mm -hmm. to your father in a birth chart, which is so intriguing. Um, Your moon sign is your emotional self. So as women, especially, it is so important to be in touch with your moon sign because this is Mm -hmm. your emotions. This is how you nurture others and in turn that how you want to be nurtured. It also means um, your perception of your mother and your relationship mm-hmm. to your mother. Your rising sign is really important as well. So this is how you approach things in life. It's how other people see you and how you express yourself as an individual and your primary motivation for life. So your son could be an Aries, for example, but he's, his rising sign is Pisces. So you might not, you know, resonate with all the sun sign stuff because there's so many layers mm. to a birth chart. So moving into a birth chart, your birth chart is like a snapshot of the sky, like a photograph or a blueprint of where the planets were at the very exact time you were born. So in, to interpret a birth chart, we need location the date of birth and the exact time the reason being is that the rising sign moves every couple of hours and the sign moves every couple of days but um a planet could be at the very last degree and it ingresses into another zodiac sign it's just so many factors so it's really important to have um the exact time so we can give an accurate report are you still with me (laughs) yes i am i am So um, moving into, so when I'm talking, I'm talking about sun signs right now. So I'll go through all the like little zodiac kitties, if you like. Yeah, so this great. is from a sun sign point of view. So I always say, take what resonates, leave the rest. So Aries, we'll start off with Aries. They're the firstborn of the zodiac. So they're, you know, they're just big bursts of energy. They're so fiery and then they're headstrong, but, you know, they also can be shy and really reserved. So Aries children, they can be leaders in the playground or they could actually just prefer to spend time on their own. So it's really important to know that about an Aries child and not child and not force them into playing with so many other people because they're actually quite content playing on their own. Hmm. They're kind of like all or nothing. They're the initiators. They start, they'll fall over and they'll get back up. Um, Taurus children. 
that's we're in Taurus season at the moment. They are like beautiful Taurian children. They're earth children. They thrive in comfortable surroundings. And all earth children, they love a steady routine. It's really important them to have familiar um, places and knowing what each day holds. It's if you throw change into a Taurus child, they'll get really upset. So mm-hmm. they, you know, they're unhurried, they're unrushed, they're so affectionate, they feel love through constant physical touch. You know, they're slow to start, but they'll get there in the end. They love music and art and food. Um, Taurus children, they might not want to share their toys. They're really quite possessive. Mm. So possessions are important to them. So it's good to kind of maybe have a toy that's special to them and let them share other toys if you're in a situation like that. Mm. Gemini children, they're chatty, social, constantly asking why, restless. (laughs) Um, They have, you know, every emotion is available like one they're like charming one minute and horrifying the next they just they (laughs) love they're curious they love communicating with others and you'll see tantrums if they're bored the Mm. it's it's hard for them to persist at one um, task at a time so you need a lot of patience with that you could get them to do a few tasks at once and you'll probably get more done that way um Cancer children, they are the little sensitive souls. They love home. They care profoundly. They're imaginative. Um, Their emotions are available, you know, at the end of their fingertips. They're quiet. You know, they can be quiet and shy. Um, When they're upset, they may um, retreat into a world of their own. They're ruled by the moon, which is the emotional self. So you can see why some people would say they're moody, but Mm. they're really... um, they feel comfortable at home. So their home environment is really important to them. Um, Leo children, I have a Leo child and they are just full of life. They're charismatic, gregarious, they love, they thrive on praise. Putting down a Leo child is just something that you shouldn't do. It's more focused on what they do well Mm. than what they don't. Um, They could be (laughs) They could be extroverted in crowds or they may just be extroverted within the family. Um, they're creative. They're dramatic. They, um, they're the kings. They expect to be treated that way. Kings and queens, mm. they expect it to be treated that way. But they're so generous with love. Um, moving on, we've got Virgo. Virgos are like the little T, um, two ICs of the world, I like to call them. <laughs> they love to help. They love to be of service. And that's how they feel loved. If you show that they're part of the family, they also, they're an earth child, so they love routine. Um, mm-hmm. Generally, they love a clean and ordered environment. They're analytical. They can be shy and reserved. And also um, Virgo rules the digestive um, system, so they can be quite fussy with um, food. Mm-hmm. So they could be um, fussy eaters. Um, Libra children, they're beautiful children they're quite beautiful um charming and social they love to play peacemakers um they enjoy beautiful peaceful surroundings relationships are the most important things in their life to the extent where they may forget about themselves and they go out of the way to try and make sure everything's okay um they feel deeply any disharmony within the household so if mom and dad are fighting they're pro- you probably see the little Libra and child just kind of hiding in their room, but when it's all 
all good, they'll come back out again. They also love aesthetically pleasing, you know, art and beauty. So anything like dressing up and playing with arts is really important for a Libran child. They just have really um, a difficult time coping with conflict. Mm. Um, moving on, we've got Scorpio. Scorpio children, um, intense and passionate. I would say they want to just know everything. They are little investigators. They love would love playing hide and seek or writing special secret notes or anything to do with like um, magnifying glasses or something like that. They will ask you questions about death and sex and it doesn't seem weird to them. They want to know all about it. Mm. Um, they're deeply intuitive, they, um, like most water signs are actually. They're deeply intuitive. And if you see a Scorpio have a tantrum or an outburst, mainly it's because they've been harboring something for a long time. They've been holding it to the point where they just, then they burst. Um, we've got Sagittarius next and these are like, the little bohemian child life's an adventure for Sagittarius you know not really interested in being combined indoors if you don't have a big house take them to the parks um interestingly enough Sagittarius children they either be interested in um like academic side or they really could be really good at sport mm-hmm. um they're just in board to enjoy life really they don't probably sit well with a routine or the confines of timetables so a little bit of um leniency when dealing with school mm-hmm. is really important for a little such um they find no barriers between race and religion like they love all things foreign mm. so capricorn capricorn kids they're like i like to say they have an adult on a child's shoulders Adult head on child's shoulders. What I'm trying to say, they're they're just they're just born wise. It's they kind of feel childhood is a little bit difficult because they do so well as an adult. So the older they get, the more comfortable they become. They Mm. they're practical, they're reserved. They need to feel that everything they do in life has a goal and there's something to be attained. It's like climbing that mountain. They're they're the sea goat. They take you know they do take life seriously and they're not really prone to extroverted outbursts unless something in the chart contradicts that Mm. um they are an earth chart as well so routine's really important for them as well aquarius like a little Korean girl and they're just little quirky balls of fun like they're just (laughs) cool and cool they can pull off outrageous outfits they're keen fighters for humanity they can be really really independent as well but social social beings um They have a weird sense of humour. They just dance to the beat of their own drum and they'll probably change the world one day because they're so radical in how they think. Um, Last but not least is the Pisces kitties and these beautiful souls are just born with compassion and kindness. They're often daydreamers, lost in a dreamy world, fantasy world. They're intuitive, artistic. They're probably not going to follow structure easily. They love fantasy and Disney movies and dressing up. And, yeah, they're probably emotional and clingy at times, but um, they have the deepest compassion for everyone in the world. And that's it. 
you still with me? <laughs> yeah, I am. Yeah, I am. I, I love hearing about it all in the context of children um, because the um, astrology training and stuff that I've done has been more so just around adults, but hearing it like in terms of how that might manifest for a child's really um, interesting. My son's Aries and as you were saying that he, that they can sometimes enjoy the solitude. Yeah. I just had that, that moment, aha, this big aha moment because he's totally like that. Like he's very, he does like to be by himself sometimes. He can kind of hang back from the crowd. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was so interesting to hear that. And I think as well, um, when you were, as you were talking, I think it's really important for everyone listening to know that, as you were saying, that that's like sort of one part of them and there's this whole other sort of map that can kind of um, determine them how they are as well. Yes, exactly. And if anything, you can just Google, you can go online. I would recommend you find out what their, I recommend all of it, but (laughs) their moon sign, which is their emotional self. Venus, actually, the planet Venus of love, beauty and all its layers is their love language, how they show love. Mm Mercury is how they communicate, their communication style, how they bring information in. And then we move on to Mars, which is, their, as I was saying, their fight and their will, how they get things. So if your Mars is like in Leo, it's going to be dramatic. If it's, mm. if it's in Pisces, they're going to sulk if they're not going to get what they want. Mm. So, um, and then we've got Jupiter, which is the planet of lack. Um, luck and expansion and growth Saturn is like their life lessons Saturn is like the dad of the the the, um cosmos it's like our work in life he sets the rules Uranus Mm. is like getting rid of those rules it's the (laughs) you know it's revolutionary it's like shaking things up and then Neptune is like our dreams and our illusions and then Pluto is our transformation so it's just there's so much to consider so part of my work is just to really move past the sun sign and just dive Mm. deeper into the chart and I'm so grateful for the sun sign because that's what got me here in the first place was that interest in in the sun signs and reading horoscopes Mm. and for someone who is like interested in learning more where would you say is a good place to start your astrology journey the best thing you can do is really understand yourself because you can't help anyone else if you don't understand yourself first. And I would just go online, pull up your birth chart and start reading into it and then go see a professional astrologer and get your chart read if you want to go a bit deeper. And, yeah, you can do online courses. You can find an astrologer to tutor with. There's, there's so many options. It's a long road. It's mm. a very long road. So be prepared, be prepared for that. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's good to know, though, as well, because there is, as you said, so many different like layers to it, and it's sort of like a never-ending journey once yep. you start digging, you know, digging into it. And so, what have you got planned for the future of various friends, and where can we find you and learn more from you? Uh, so much going on at the moment. Some really exciting collaborations and content, and work with some other brands. The goal is to write a book (laughs) so I'm getting there in between nap times and everything like that but that'll be a process and hopefully well worth the wait but you know it's growing and evolving in ways which I never thought possible so I'm really really excited it's probably something I don't know what's coming but um (laughs) 
I'm just going to continue to work on my craft and evolve and, you know, my work isn't perfect, but um, I'll continue on it for the rest of my life, I feel. Amazing. And I will um, link to your um, Instagram and your website. And I'll also put a link. I think astro.com is like a good place to start if someone wanted to get them to do their natal chat. Yeah, Cafe Astrology is really good too. Um, You can follow me at various friends for any moon interpretations and horoscopes each month and www.variousfriends.com if you want to order a birth chart or, or any of the amazing prints that we've got in there at the moment. Yes, and your um, kids' birth chart books look incredible. Um, Thank you. I've got my eye on one of those <laughs> for my son because I think that's such a cool concept. Um, did you want to just explain what, what they are just for anyone? Yes, so they are a 24-page book and it's like, in my opinion, I say it's a, the best manual you've got to parent. <laughs> <laughs> so we cover um, life lessons, life goals, all the planets that we went through, their love language, their sun sign, rising sign, Mars, um, Mercury. And yeah, so it's just in a beautiful book that my, my husband's actually the graphic designer behind the brand. So he put that all together for me. Very handy. It is very <laughs> handy. I get, I get social posts on a whim. So it's very good. Amazing. Amazing. Well, I'll link all of that um, in the show notes. And thank you so much for, um, for giving us a little bit of a rundown so we can start dipping our toes into astrology. Thank you so much for having me. I hope you enjoyed today's episode and if you did, I would absolutely love to hear from you. You can grab a screenshot and post your Instagram stories and tag me. I'm at Dear Mama Project or send me a DM. I really love hearing your takeaways from the episodes. Don't forget to also hit subscribe so you don't miss an episode and leave a written review if you're enjoying the podcast. Thank you for listening. Have an amazing day and I will see you again next week.